Welcome to Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about why does the Bible teach that in regard to our worship? Welcome back to another episode, and if you are a regular listener of this podcast, you know that we have done a topic similar to this, uh, talking about our worship, what does the Bible teach about our worship, um, with a number of things, you know, as far as singing with our voices, um, unaccompanied by instruments, uh, what the purpose is for our worship, how we should, what our mind should be focused on during our worship, and today we're going to take a another uh, angle at the the thoughts that surround worship and discuss um, a a topic that, that, that a topic that comes up in in congregations a lot, and that is uh, who leads the worship and. Uh, even in in regard to a praise team leading the worship. Yeah. So, well, what do you mean by praise team, Dylan? <laughs> that's a great question. We, you know, we're, we're just talking. We, we've got to define terms before we we d- start discussing anything, because there's all kinds of things that you can think of out there when it when it comes to praise team, praise teams. Um, however, I, th- I think most people would agree that that a praise team is defined as um, four people that are mic'd up, whether they be sitting on the front row, whether they be on stage, singing the the four parts that we have, soprano, alto, tenor, soprano, alto, tenor, and bass. And yeah. and having a, a woman sing soprano is that's a woman's part. A woman singing alto is that's a woman's part. A man singing tenor and a man singing bass, as yeah. those are are their parts. And and that's what people think of when they think of a praise team. That you have someone who is a great bass, someone who's a great tenor, someone who sings a great alto, someone who's a great soprano, and uh, putting a mic in their hand so that their voice can be amplified across the entirety of the auditorium yeah. and um, so they can help lead the congregation in worship. Yeah. And um, and I know this is something that is that becomes has become really popular um, in different places uh, in order to to help a song service, a worship service um, be better. Yeah. Uh, quite honestly, I, I think that's really the purpose for it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think so I think the purpose definitely is to sound better. Um, I don't know that I would agree that it necessarily makes it better, Yeah, <laughs> but I do think that it is with the intention to sound better. Um, you know, and, and like you mentioned, you know, we've, we've talked pretty extensively now about worship and about our purpose and our reason for worship. And it's to glorify mm-hmm. God. Like first and foremost, we are, we come to worship in order to worship. Mm-hmm. We come to worship to glorify God, to give him praise, to sing to him and you know, we, we've talked with your dad as well to sing to one another, yep. uh, to sing to ourselves, to edify and encourage the brethren. I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of different types Pro- of songs. Priority number one is to glorify God. Yes. When we come to worship, it's to glorify God. Yeah. Uh, then secondary to that is to edify yep. one another, to build up the brethren. Yep. Um, and and so we have to keep that in mind is that yeah. absolutely we're glorifying God, but also we are edifying one another when we gather yeah. together to, to praise God. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to talk real quick as, as we discuss the purpose of praise teams, which in uh, that term we'll, we'll also further define and, and discuss mm-hmm. and nitpick and get into it a little bit later, I think. But yeah. um, but as we as we think about it, I really do think the majority of the reason that they are put in place is to sound better. Yeah, and it's it's so that the congregation sounds better, so that people can sing along easier. What whatever the case may be, that's that's the rationale and. And part of me really struggles with that. Um, 
partially because I, I am never going to sound good mm-hmm. when it comes to singing, like me individually. I, I'm, I'm just not. You've heard me sing, Dylan. You, you are well aware that it's the case. Uh, my wife constantly reminds me in a very nice and loving way <laughs> that um, I can't do all things. Uh, and and so, so part of me struggles because if if we are supposed to sound good, right? Like if that's the baseline, if we're supposed to sound good, then that automatically omits quite a few people mm-hmm. individually. Uh, Cause I'm never really going to sound good at best. I'm going to be mediocre. Yeah. That's the best I am ever going to be at singing. And that's okay. Like yeah. I, I, I have made peace with that Yeah, and I will sing out and I will sing loud. But I think, I think when we try to make it sound better most of the time, and I can't speak for everybody, but most of the time it's so that it sounds better in our ears. Not so that it sounds better to God, not yeah. that God is going to appreciate it or like it more or whatever the case may be, but rather that it sounds better in our ears, which to some extent is the second reason that we worship, to edify and encourage, right? Yeah. But I don't think and I don't believe that it's necessary to have a praise team to do that. Yeah. I just don't. Um, now, there, there's a couple of caveats within, I think, what what we're going to talk about with praise teams, but... But for the, the general discussion right now, I, I think that that four person or even if it's more, but having women within the praise team is, is kind of what I want to touch on here because because that's where I really, really struggle. Okay. So before you move on to, to that secondary topic, yeah, of um, course. as far as like the purpose of a praise team is order to yeah. to sound better, to yeah. have the congregation as a whole understand the four-part harmony so that yeah. they can sing along with the four-part harmony, yeah. to have a, a fuller, uh, better sound uh, that comes from the congregation, I don't think is a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I don't think that's that's wrong because of that that secondary reason that we come to yeah. worship is to edify one another. And correct, um, I've been to congregations that are not, you know, not super big congregations, little country congregations, um, and it sounds like a little country congregation, yeah. and it's not super edifying being there. <laughs> yeah. It's not a encouraging thing to hear kind of nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Um, now it's super encouraging to fellowship with the brethren afterwards. Yeah. Um, what is encouraging is to see someone's heart who doesn't care about the way they sound um, and yeah. see a smile on their face. Yeah. But I got to be honest, we don't really see that a whole lot in the church anymore. We don't see yeah. people that just smile for no reason while they're singing because they truly understand the words. Um, yeah. A lot of us, are more concerned about the sound than the words. And so if we're concerned about the sound and like the sound is what edifies us today in our culture, then in my reasoning, that's not a reason to shoot down praise teams. Now, now the thing we're about to discuss totally on board with, um, with as who is leading the congregation. Um, but I, I don't shoot down people that say, hey, we should have a praise team because um, it's going to sound better than I'm like, yeah, I think that would be encouraging to the churches to sound better. Let's figure out ways to to, to make, make things happen. to make yeah. that happen. However, I disagree that praise teams are the way to make yeah. that well, happen and, for, and, for the reason we're about yeah. to discuss. And that was kind of my point, right, is that I don't think praise teams are necessary yeah. in, for that purpose, right? Like I, yeah. I think the rationale behind it is fine. Yeah. You know, we, we do want to sound better. And to the point that you were making, we also want to understand the words. Mm-hmm. And I think when we choose 
to learn and listen to the words and understand the lyrics and understand what we're actually singing, mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way into having the right heart behind our singing. Yeah. Um, so, so moving forward to, uh, to, to really the scriptural rationale behind not having praise teams. So the Lord is, is very particular about his worship and about how we choose to worship him. Uh, you know, in, in fact, we, we read about it, uh, really it, with, with Nadab and Abihu, uh, we read about it throughout, throughout the scriptures that God is pretty particular. He, he wants us to worship him. And, uh, you know, we, we understand that, that there are certain ways that we are to worship and certain ways that we are to not. And, uh, in, in first Corinthians 14, I think we're going to reference it a lot. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to go ahead and, and mm-hmm. read through, uh, starting in verse 26, because I think it's an important section. So, uh, starting in verse 26, it says, What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. If any speak in a tongue, let there be only two or at most three, and each in turn, and let someone interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in church and speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others weigh what is said. If a revelation is made to another sitting there, let the first be silent, for you can all prophesy one by one, so that all may learn and all be encouraged. And the spirits of prophets are subject to prophets, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. As in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there is anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home, For it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. Or was it from you that the word of God came? Or are you the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. So my brothers, earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in order. So that passage, I think, is is absolutely critical to the discussion we're having. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we we have we have men who are appointed to lead singing, to be a song leader, and 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 they are there in order to lead the congregation in an orderly fashion. Uh, if we have someone up there who is who is constantly leading at too fast of a pitch or yeah. too slow of a pitch. Or they start singing one song, and then without telling anybody, they start singing another song, and the whole congregation is left confused. Or they're singing just something in a different language that we don't know. And yeah. th- th- there's a reason it's done orderly, is so that we can edify and encourage one another, so that we can build up and mm-hmm. so that we can glorify God. Yep. And so when things are done out of order or in a, in, in a way that is unorderly, well, that's a problem. Yeah. And some people will say, well, that's why we have praise teams, because it helps to bring the order in. I think you were actually telling me about uh, a, a congregation that had – it was a really, really big congregation. And they yeah. had like multiple men leading songs in order to help the congregation grow. Mm-hmm. What You want to tell everybody about that so I can hear a little more too? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, as far as the point of like um, a typical praise team that yeah. has – 
women and men on there singing all these parts. Yeah. That, that That's where I come down to, okay, you're asking a woman to stand up and lead yeah. in service, and and we are not authorized in Scripture to do so. Yes. Um, but once we then start exploring different definitions of praise teams, you know, some people will say, okay, well, let's just have four men up there, yeah. guys that can traditionally sing soprano, guys that can d- traditionally, like, actually sing alto, yeah. um, as well as tenor and bass, like, then is that wrong? Is that becoming distracting and unorderly? Um, and I would say, well, kind of depends. I'm not the judge of, of, <laughs> of anyone, yeah. but, um, you're having men lead worship as God has commanded men to lead worship. Um, if they're taking the time to prepare and to work w- with one another to make the worship service orderly, yeah. then that's great. But I don't really know any guys that can actually sing soprano um, I think solidly. <laughs> um, but even still, if a guy yeah. tries to sing like a super high falsetto in, in order to sing soprano, it doesn't matter how much work he's putting into it. Most of the time he's going to be distracting and then that becomes yeah. unorderly. And yeah. so anyways, the, the example that I've seen that, um, of this is a, a, uh, larger congregation. Um, uh, it was actually during like a, a convention, a, a seminar of sorts. Um, and so many people in this auditorium so wide that they actually had two different song leaders. Um, because they're the, the, the masses were so great and that actually helped them to be more orderly so they could see the, the song leader directing the song. Because when we worship on, on Sundays, it's not just a matter of listening and following the song leader with our ears. It's a matter of, of seeing and following with, with our eyes as well. And so, um, sometimes that becomes necessary, um, Mm -hmm. to have multiple men leading services in that way. So, Anyways, that's why I don't say that just a a point blank statement, no, praise teams are wrong because there are so many different versions of it. There are so many different ways that you can, can go about saying, Hey, let's have, let's have worship be led in this way so it can be orderly. Now, if you're asking a, a, a woman to step up and, and lead in worship. I mean, we not only see here in first Corinthians 14, but also first Timothy chapter two, um, that that's just not right. Yeah. God, God has said, no, I, I want the men to lead the worship. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we should be following. You know, people will come back and say, well, no, at the end of Romans, Paul lists out all of these people working in the church in, in Rome. And he lists some, some women, um, almost like they're deaconesses. And I'm like, ah, okay. Like you're grasping at straws again. It, yeah. Paul is listing servants. Paul is listing people who have hearts of service and, yeah. and that's going to be men and women alike. Um, he's not listing leaders there. Yeah. He's listing people who, are true Christians, yeah. you know? Um, so anyways, to bring it all back together, that's why I just say, I don't think we can outright condemn praise teams, yeah. but also we can't outright say, yeah, let's only focus on the the sound. Let's only yeah. focus on what edifies the brethren because we have to stay tr- true to scripture. Yeah. So I, I agree that we can't necessarily outright condemn it. Uh, I, I do think if there are women involved that it's, you know, that's, that's a woman leading in worship and that's, mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not yeah. okay. Um, but I, I think I may fall a little more uh, on on one side of the aisle with you than than you do, and that I I just think it's unwise in general to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the the example you gave of a congregation or a, a, an assembly or whatever the case may be of mm-hmm. you know thousands and thousands of people that that to me is different. That's not a praise team. That's that's two song leaders. Yeah, right. And that's two song leaders working together in order to 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 lead four or five, however many thousand people it is, right? Yeah. It's not 
a group of people who are all sitting together and trying to sound, uh, I don't know, perfect or, or yeah. sing an individual portion. It's, it's two song leaders singing all of the portions yeah. together in unison. Uh, to me, that's a little different, but, um, but no, I, I agree. If it's, if it's all men, I don't know that we can necessarily condemn it, but I just think it is incredibly unwise. Um, and, uh, and, and potentially leads down a slippery slope. And, and that's just one of those things that we ought to avoid. You know, any slippery slopes we ought to avoid. <laughs> they're yep. not, they're not good. They're, they're slippery for a reason. And so, uh, but anyway, no, I, that's, um, that's really about all I had with, uh, with praise teams. Just kind of wanted to talk about it yeah. and discuss it. And Very good. I mean, yeah. it's, it's good to talk about, uh, worship because yeah. I think this is, Worship is one of the most important things that that we do in our walks uh, with Christ. You know, taking the time to glorify the Creator of the universe, yeah. and we need to know how to do that. We yeah. need to know um, what the appropriate way is to glorify Him. Um, he's left His Word behind for us so that we can know um, how to properly praise Him. And if we ignore what is said and try to praise Him in our own way, yeah. well. We see examples of that in, in our history books, Yes, uh, you know, back in the Old Testament, what happens when we try to take it into our own hands. So yeah. it's good to talk about this, good to to fully understand what is um, re- commanded by God yeah. and um, and what is, is required of us. So uh, again, if you have any questions for us as we are going with this series of, of why does the church teach that or why does the Bible teach uh, teach that or what does the Bible have to say about that? Whatever that topic may be, uh, please reach out to us. Send us an email, kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Um, Of course, all of our contact information is about to be played here in a second, but I just want to remind y'all and encourage y'all to reach out to us and, uh, and send us any questions you may have. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet, and you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.